Welcome to Vida I Wish I Knew Then, a safe space where modern Latinas share their healing journeys on how to build confidence and are now breaking barriers. I'm your host, Jess, and this podcast will talk about our cultura and speak on topics we wish we knew before, of course, with a little Spanglish twist. Let's get started. Hola, hola, amigas. Welcome to another episode of Vida I Wish I Knew Then. I am thrilled to have you here, whether you're a loyal listener or a new addition to our familia. I get really excited when it comes to a new episode because it just feels like we got some new tea to talk about. But it's not about just dropping tea. It's also about sharing wisdom, lessons, lessons learned from life with the hope of inspiring you and empowering you. In this beautiful container, we encourage open and honest conversations where we can learn from one another and grow together. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a topic that affects a lot of people, at least in my opinion. And I'm going to say that that topic is money trauma. Money trauma also impacts on our relationship with money. So I think that this is going to be a really good topic if you and Dinerito don't get along. A few episodes back with Evie, the salary negotiator coach, the conversation triggered some deep feelings for me. I knew that it was going to do something to me but I didn't know that I was going to take it way back. As we got into the, the conversation of money and negotiation, I couldn't help but reflect on my own experiences. And this is why I say that this podcast, it's for the both of us, you that are, you're listening. And of course, it's also doing something for me. And I'm very happy to share that container with you. Going back to, ep- uh, to Evie's episode, towards the end, we got pretty emotional. So if you haven't listened to that episode seven, I highly recommend it. And And I want to encourage you to have a little notebook for notes because she does give out great tips. But also you may want to grab a tissue or two because like I said, we get a little emotional there. Growing up in a financially challenged environment where money was often a source of stress and worry had undeniably influenced how I perceived and I approached negotiations, especially when it came to my own worth. Realizing that this connection was a significant moment for me because it shared shed light on a barrier that I had not fully recognized before. I realized that the subconscious belief about money, scarcity, and self-worth were impacting my confidence and advocating for myself during these salary negotiations. Lo primero que me ofrecía, I would take it. I don't want to get off topic here, but this highlights the power of therapy. At times, we may experience certain emotions without even realizing that they are connected to past wounds. Therapy plays a crucial role in helping us identify these triggers and gain a deeper understanding of ourselves. Anyways, I'm going to come back to the topic that we're all here for, money wounds. So talking to Evie, I realized that I had the fear of rejection, the feeling of not deserving more, and that thought that I should be feeling agradecida, and that wasn't taking taking me anywhere. That deeply ingrained scarcity mindset was holding me back from pursuing my true value. Again, Evie made me realize that it's okay to ask for more and no and negotiate everything I bring to the table. I have worked very hard earned valuable experience and I deserve the dollar amount that I request. Amigas, I'm sure that you can attest when I tell you going to college and working yourself up 
was not freaking easy and it came with time and you deserve to be paid for that. You deserve what you're asking for. If an employer can't meet those terms, that's okay. However, also remember that there are other employers out there that are willing to meet you halfway. Money is a significant aspect of our lives and our experiences with it can shape our attitudes, behavior, and beliefs. I am currently reading two incredible books that have truly transformed my perspective on money. I totally see money different nowadays, but I believe that it all began with me. I no longer wanted to say, I hate being broke, or why didn't I grow up rich? I am now in a position where I tell myself, no more feeling sorry for myself. It's time to take action. So I will ask you a question. Do you say these things to yourself? If so, do you ever wonder where these beliefs come from or wonder where your money trauma comes from? For me in particular, it went beyond money. I freaked out when someone would ask me, what's three times three? (laughs) I mean, I know my times tables, most of them, but any numerical conversation freaked me out. I hated talking about anything that involved numbers. And of course, I'm a still work in progress. Growing up, my family faced a lot of financial struggles. Money was a constant source of stress. And as a child, I often witnessed heated arguments and fears surrounding our financial situation. ¿Cómo le vamos a hacer? ¿Cómo lo vamos a pagar? There was also nasty arguments between the father of my oldest child, and it always involved money. As I grew older, I began to realize the profound impact this had on me. And this is a very uncomfortable topic for me. I'm going to be completely honest with you. But I think that it's okay to talk about the things that make us uncomfortable because then we're not going to get anywhere. Going back, it's interesting for me that it goes beyond just a financial matter. When numbers come into play, whether it's a simple calculation, a conversation about money, or go over my debt, I feel my emotions spiral out of control. It's like I have a mental block when it comes to numbers and it's incredibly frustrating. Because I want better for myself. But instead, I was avoiding conversations about money. I was shying away from anything that involved numbers, anything that made it challenging for me to take control of my finances. It felt as if I was trapped in this cycle and unable to break free. Pero llegó en un momento en mi vida que dije, Jazz, you are at the peak of your career. Why do you still feel this way? Let's do something about it. Overcoming this fear and building financial stability seemed like an uphill battle. But in the past year, I proudly want to say that I have embarked on a mission driven by my determination to find a way forward. This endeavor is not just for me, just for me. It's also something that will benefit and impact my family and its future generation. Being the oldest daughter of a single mom was not easy. I also became a single teen parent myself at the age of 19 and I faced similar struggles. Growing up, you like you me mom and taking care of my two younger sisters. My mom was a hard worker. She worked long hours, but she faced one too many struggles. And unfortunately, I witnessed them. Some of the challenges became normal and part of my life. And I realized that it deeply affected me um, because I see homeless people on the streets and I feel like crying. And even though we were never technically homeless, meaning that I had a roof over my head, we did experience 
experience occasional hunger. It wasn't until I reached adulthood that I truly understood the struggles of not knowing where our next meal would come from. To my knowledge, there were two occasions where we didn't have enough food for both my mom and me. Here goes a couple vivid memories from my childhood. There was a time where my mother asked me to go to the neighbor's house and request a sandwich. As a child, I didn't think much of it. However, something felt very odd when I approached the neighbor and said, Dice mi mami que si por favor me puedes dar un sandwich. The lady looked at her husband and then at me with sympathetic eyes and a smile. She gently touched my shoulder and said, Si, mija, which kind would you like? To my surprise, she even provided extra sandwiches for my mom. This memory from my childhood remains vivid. And now I fully understand what took place. The second occasion was when my mom and I were sitting outside our doorstep. Oh my God, guys, this is a little difficult for me to talk, but I would love to share with you. My mom served me a bowl of canned menudo. I was so hungry that I quickly finished it and probably asked my mom for seconds. She handed me her bowl and after slurping the menudo away, I noticed that my mom was quietly crying. I was so confused. Amigas, my beautiful queen literally gave me her food. The last of our food and she was pregnant. Another time I realized as an adult that I did not grow up well off because as a kid, I knew that I didn't come from a wealthy family, but I sure didn't know that I was living in poverty. And that happened a few years ago when I was working at Target. Yes, my friend, I just realized this a few years ago. Target was having a collaboration with United Way. United Way is a nonprofit organization that fights for health, education, and financial stability. So Target created this campaign encouraging employees to make donations for children from rural communities to attend field trips. Since we weren't receiving much attention for the cause, I took it upon myself to motivate my team and other employees by explaining how their contributions could truly make a difference. Yeah, me conocen. I'm always up there trying to give examples on how things work. I share a personal story about my own childhood where I had the opportunity to visit theme parks through the city. As I spoke, my voice started cracking because in that very moment, I realized Oh my God, I was one of these disadvantaged children. During summer vacation, the city had a program in which children could participate in activities. They received free lunch and they would go on field trips. When I wasn't in Mexico during those summer breaks, I would often get my sisters ready and take them to the park for lunch while my mom was at work. I want to take a moment to give a quick shout out to the city of Artesia for providing such a valuable program. This is why I often try to bring awareness to poverty as well. Poverty can affect individuals and families in countless ways. It's essential to recognize the different the different faces it wears. Many people struggling with poverty may have a place to live, but they constantly battle financial hardships and the lack of access to basic necessities. I invite you to join me in taking care of your finances regardless of your current situation. Whether you have good credit or bad credit, savings, no savings, whether you have bad debt, good debt, it's important to start being intentional about managing your financials. Even if you're in a good financial state, you can be doing better. You know what, amiga? Having a better understanding of your finances empowers you to make more informed decisions. It allows you to negotiate your salary effectively so you can reach your financial position that you desire. It helps you plan and take care of necessary actions to purchase your own casita or to determine how much money you need to set aside for your own business. How much money do you need to save for that vacation that you've been thinking of? Having a better understanding 
understanding of your financial brings you a little closer to building generational wealth. I understand that it won't happen overnight, but each step you can take, it brings you closer to your goals rather than relying on that idea of marrying that rich man, if that ever crossed your mind. Be that kind of woman that a wealthy man admires. No more, encuéntrate un hombre rico. Girl, you're going to be the mujer rica. Be that kind of woman that a wealthy man admires and wants to partner with you to invest and become that power couple. Look, listen, man or no man, amiga, you can build your own empire. We don't need anybody. Be the first one to start that generational wealth. I would like to make the following recommendation to ease up some of that money stress. And by all means, I am not even close to being a financial expert. But this is what has eased some of that money drama for me. And I hope it helps you too. If you feel lost and don't know where to start, maybe hire a financial coach who can work with you one-on-one to create a personal financial plan. There are some free services out there as well, but a coach can offer expertise and accountability to help you make positive changes and reach your financial goals. I know hiring a coach can be a little scary, but look at it this way. It's an investment to help you thrive and start growing your dinero. How about having money dates with your friends? Hold each other accountable. Set aside dedicated time to discuss your financial goals, challenges, and progress. It could be so simple as, girl, I have five credit cards. I'm trying to pay two of them and just give updates. I'm at 20% paid off. I'm at 10% paid off. By openly sharing and supporting each other, you can create this positive and motivating environment for financial growth. This is a perfect example where we can say, Dime quién son tus amigos y te diré quién eres. I love how on Evie's episode, she mentioned that she had dates with her amigas on salary talks. Amiga, start today by jotting down all of your sources of income and start calculating your debts. This will give you a picture of your financial situation and serve as a starting point for creating a budget and setting financial goals. I know that this can trigger or even embarrass you, but don't be. It's better than not doing anything and continue to hate your financial situation. Remember, taking small steps consistently can lead to significant financial improvements over time. Oh, amigas, I'm thrilled to share that I am excited about the journey that I have embarked on, which is honestly making a positive difference in my financial situation for the sake of my children. When my time on this beautiful earth comes to an end, I want to leave my children something that they, that empowers them to build upon rather than burning them with financial challenges. I still have a long way to go, but I am determined to thrive. Let's thrive together. That's all, amigas. I did it. I talked about money. I did it. I never thought that this would be an episode that I would do, but here it is. Stay tuned as I will continue to bring in more guest speakers who can help you grow and sprinkle some of that platicas about money. Can someone give me a ching ching? <laughs> Las quiero mucho. Adios. Thank you again for tuning in to Vida I Wish I Knew Then. I appreciate your support and hope to continue providing valuable insights and inspiration. I invite you to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. Your reviews will help this podcast reach more modern Latinas like yourself who are on a mission to break through barriers. Also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Vida underscore with underscore Jess to stay updated on the latest episodes and behind the scenes content. 
Recuerda, we're all on a journey of growth and self-discovery, and we're here to support each other. Las quiero mucho.